Is there Tito's in this? Uh, yeah, there oh, is. Perfect. Welcome back, everybody, to the Jen and Thomas podcast. I am, of course, your host, Thomas. And uh, with me today is the mechanical man himself, Brandon Churchill. Brandon, how are you? I am the machine. He is the machine. Are you doing well, I hope? Feeling oh, a little bit better from last week? Feeling like a goddamn machine now. For those of you that are longtime listeners, you'll know that last week Brandon was uh, having a rough time. The last two weeks. Yeah, no, you were sick for a little too long. Makes me wonder if you were even faking it. I actually made him bring in a doctor's note uh, to the studio because, you know, when you miss like four days of work, they're like, hey, we need a doctor's note. I did that to you. Yeah, but I still showed up. So what are you saying? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The bit went nowhere. But anyway, Brandon, I don't it's know. The show it's, hot questions and even hotter wings. It's the show where we share a drink with friends. I'm, I'm opening a little cold today. I need to warm up with a cold drink. So how about we just get right into it? With our half shot. With our half shot. Well, so... Today, I'm going introdu- to tell us what our drink is. Please. Because I feel like when I'm listening, I'm like, I don't care that you're doing a half shot of Amaro Montenegro. What the hell's the drink? That's not our I'm, half shot today. But. No, I'm, I'm workshopping my, my structure here. Please. So um, let's get some booze flowing so I can get warmed up for the episode. It's the Red Russian, which oh. we will get into why it's named, why I went with this drink a little later on. This makes sense now. Yeah. But our sample today... Uh, it's made with equal parts uh, vodka and equal parts ch- cherry liqueur, but we're going with herring cherry liqueur, the original. So we're going to do a little herring taste like the of fish. this. Hear H E E R I N G. So herring. Okay. Almost like cough syrup. Oh yeah, a little more cherryer though mm-hmm. than the regular cough syrup, but very, but like that uh, that thickness. Very similar. Oh, hmm. all right. So anyway, I mean, it's not bad. It just needs to be watered down with something else. Like sour mm-hmm. and thick syrup. Yeah, so this is Hearing, the original cherry liqueur, um, established in 1818 by Peter F. Hearing in Copenhagen. Cool. And I actually have a whoa. I actually have a little bit of a history for us. I'm bringing this up on, uh, I almost said YouTube, bringing it up on Wikipedia. 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 Um, hearing, herring, hearing, cherry liqueur is a Danish uh, liqueur flavored with cherries. It is often referred to simply as Peter Hearing or Cherry Hearing in cocktail recipes, uh, which it, this recipe called for, um, which our recipe is from Sweet and Sour, everybody, or, or Sweet and Soul. So I'll, I'll look at it in a minute. But yeah, but no, the recipe is literally just equal parts this and vodka, so it's not even like something for me to get so into. So like a Black Russian. Is that how you make a Black Russian? I believe so. I think it's uh-huh. like equal parts Kahlua and vodka. Maybe. We almost went with that episode, with that drink today, but this is a little more on brand and, you know. We'll, we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, so hearing cherry liqueur is an ingredient uh, of cocktails, including the Singapore slang and blood and sand, which Ooh. sounds fascinating. I'm going to take a look at that in just a second. That makes me think of like, uh, we go into some like Spartan history, maybe? That'd be, I could figure out some kind of Spartan holiday for us to go into. Some like gladiator um, shit? Well, I am going to be reading the Iliad soon, which I believe is between, uh, no, not the Iliad. Some book I have is about sparta and athens or well i mean like gladiator times you know what i mean blood, yeah blood and sand kind of yeah 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 absolutely uh so uh cherry hearing is used in baking some of the alcohol evaporates off uh during the process uh historically produced by the peter f hearing company in denmark the liquor brand was acquired by the dutch spirits uh group de Co- Co- how do we say it? de Kuiper. de cooper de kelper De Kuiper, uh, for an undisclosed sum in October of 2017. Undisclosed. Mm, so the blood and sand is scotch, blood orange juice, sweet vermouth, and cherry hearing. 
Sounds pretty good. I think we could do that. Eventually. Yeah, I'll have to come up with something for that. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, uh, like I said, our drink here is the Red Russian. So let's give this a taste. Rather full. Gentle cheers. He, it is very full. Very Which, healthy. When it's watered down, the cherries do taste a lot more healthy. It's it watered tastes, down with vodka. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> when the cherry is watered down, it tastes more like cherry rather than like a thick cherry syrup. Very similar to how like the black Russian is. You don't really taste the alcohol, even though it's all alcohol. Yeah. I mean, I definitely taste a little bit of vodka in this, but it's not too well, bad. Well, do you taste the flavor of vodka or do you taste mm. the like alcohol burn of anything? I guess I'm just getting the burn a little bit. I don't know. It, it's, it, it's, it's very not boozy for a boozy drink, but... um. I like it. I think it's simple. I think it's really good. And the cherry just works for it because it's a sweet sour. Yeah. So you don't need to add anything else. Yeah, I think it works. It works very well. Like if this was cranberry, like a vodka crayon, I always add lime to that because you need a little bit of brightness. But I think this has like the right amount of sweet and sour. Yeah. Um, the, The shot of that by itself is like very odd, but like... In this, it it just works. It just works. It just works for for a just like uh, quoting Todd Howard. It just works for a two ingredient drink. This is so well balanced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I totally agree. Um, I don't know. I mean, like maybe this is something you could add like a little squirt of lime to, but I don't know because cherry lime is a little hit or miss for me. Tinez loves a cherry lime. I, I like mean, it where it's at. Yeah, you don't need to change it. But if you were going to add anything, I guess it would be lime. Oh, you know what? Maybe if we had it, I wouldn't purposely do this. Or I wouldn't do it unless I already have it. But like the if we had a little touch of that elderflower liqueur, not even half a shot, Okay. I think just a little drizzle of that might add something to it, but not needed. You know what else I'm kind of tasting in here? It's kind of in the background, but it's almost like a chocolatey to it. And that might be the mm-hmm. syrupy from that uh, yeah. cherry stuff. But... You know, you add a little bit of chocolate liqueur, and you could have like a chocolate covered cherry type. Yeah, drink a chocolate here. flavored cherry would actually be. This is kind of a chocolate. You know what? Maybe that you're right, dude. I didn't even think about that. I yeah, mean, it's got like a chocolate aftertaste, kind of, in the back of your throat. Speaking of the back of your throat, as soon as you start talking, the sickness came back. <laughs> Jesus. Um. No, I totally agree. There is that. It really does taste like a chocolate cherry. Yeah. Wow, that is—I didn't even think about that. Thank you for saying that. Um, yeah, yeah no, that it, depth there. That's really, really good. So, if you were ever making like a chocolate, remember when our friend Marissa made us those espresso martinis? Yeah, I didn't have any for on purpose. Okay, well, when she made our espresso martinis, um, which she had a way too heavy of a hand when we were when she made those because all of us got loaded after just one. Right. Which, oh my god, <laughs> you know how I'm reading that book about rum. I'm getting to the part about Captain Morgan, which turns out he was a terrible person. Jesus. But um, it turns out uh, other words for, like, getting drunk back then, one of them was called, like, getting cocked. And loaded. Damn, I'm cocked. Like, you're drunk. Locked and... No, cocked. Cocked, locked, and loaded. And another one is being, I'm juicy. I've said that before. And then another one, this is one of my favorites, is, I've been to Barbados. (laughs) That's that's a way of saying that you're... uh, 
you're a bit loaded. Well, that's a new secret for all the podcast listeners out there. We can start using that one. I've been to Barbados. I, I, I went to Barbados over the weekend. No, um, no, no. You have to say it in the exact sorry. I've, I've been, been to, to Barbados. Barbados. Um, oh, right. But anyway. I'm going to come up to you in the, the bar and be like, Thomas, I've been to Barbados. Yeah, you're going to be saying it with like one eye half closed. Thomas, I have been, been to Barbados. Barbados. Um, I have seen the coconuts. <laughs> But anyway, um, our friend that made us some chocolate or no espresso martinis, I think this would have gone well in there. I could see that. Any kind of chocolate uh, cocktail you're making, maybe throw this. And if we're ever doing like a chocolate cocktail, maybe I'll bring this too. And we can just say it laughter like that maybe for the second one we could try. Anyway, that's a long ramble about just a chocolate flavored thing. Anyway, Brandon, where are you going to rate this? I think I'm going to go with... I'm thinking I'm going to go with a 7.5 blue agaves. I'm going to give it double cherries across the board. Mm. You know, like you'd win in a slot machine. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it is good. It's. I think it's a win. I think it, I think it's just a little too simple for me to be like, oh, it's a 10. Well, hey, sometimes simple is good. No, I agree. Simple is better at times, too. I agree. I mean, it's also not like, all right, but how about this? Would you order this at a bar? That's also a weird standard, but something to consider. Um... It, I would, but it'd have to be the right circumstances, and the wind would have to be blowing the right direction. I hear you. You know what I mean? I think this would be great for, um, honestly, dude, I'd be down to have this at, like, Thanksgiving. Maybe. We kind of talked about this oh, earlier. you know what? Yeah. We kind of talked about this earlier. I was like, oh, you know, we didn't have the, the, the white and black Russians. I kind of considered that. I'm like, it seems a little too heavy for this time of year. This is kind of a almost a more wintry drink, I think. I don't know. It's always cold in Russia. You know, I will tell you why I agree with Thanksgiving. Because everything else on Thanksgiving is heavy. And this isn't as heavy, you know, as as the other two would be. Mm-hmm. This is the lighter version of the white or black Russian. Yeah. So this would go perfect when you're Thanksgiving. You can have the, like the cranberry sauce. So you get that kind of sweet like the cherry. And then, you know, you get the little bit of chocolate like your your dessert. So it's and it's and it doesn't it doesn't sit in your stomach. It, yeah, no. It's, it's very light. Yeah, it's good. Um, I, I really, it. yeah, I really like it. I just don't know. Like, this isn't what I would order at like a, a ninety degree night at the bar. Blackout Wednesday. Blackout Wednesday. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, not much to say. Some of these are just simple. I feel like we've kind of had a couple of those lately. We need to we need to get back into having a little more of an involved complex drink. I actually um. This is the guy who's not making the cocktails. Yeah, I know. I'd love to make them, but <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, it's good. And I've been saying that. I don't know. I just feel bad. I'm not. I'm not giving the listeners. Oh no, we've had some I've bad been, ones. No, I, I'm not. A, I'm not giving the listeners as complex of drinks lately. But you know, I don't know. But the reason we yeah, went with so this, you don't always have to go complex. No, I agree. But the reason we went with this drink, Brandon, is because we saw a movie uh, almost a week ago, Little Mermaid. We, you know what? I actually almost saw The Little Mermaid on my own to review it on here, and I was gonna do two movie reviews. You see how much money it did them on the weekend? No, but one hundred and seventeen million. That's insane. But uh, it is like two hours and fifteen minutes, and it is hard to do that on a weekday when you are single with no kids and nothing to do. Do you know how hard it is to cut out two hours? You're single when you have no. Oh, well, not married. Gotcha. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. The, the from the the government's tax liability perspective. Oh, you know when you check a box, married, single, right, divorced. 
I mean, I technically, I still check the single box. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're right. Um, Sorry, hypo, no, theoretical hinge. No, is it hypothetical? Theoretical hypo- hinge thoughty? Hypothetical. Hypothetical Double hinge H. thoughty. But then it was the theoretical tinder thoughty. Yes. See, we're going to have to bring in the expert, Danielle, next time she's in. Um, but this anyway, movie we're going to discuss only made $9 million. Well, yeah, we, we saw the movie and we we're like the only ones in the theater. Unfortunately. Yeah. I really liked it. Go ahead. No, yeah, so the movie we saw was The Machine, starring Burt Kreischer, written by and for Burt Kreischer. And so I'm just, I have a few things to say. I have some good things. I have some bad things. Should we give the background of the movie first? But let me let me do my disclaimer. Okay. So okay. we're going to do Please. non-spoilers and then we'll get into spoilers. I, I have some good things and bad things to say. And if you liked it, Brandon, I don't want to take that away from you. No, it's fine. So I'm, anything I'm I say... It's not my movie. Feel free yeah. to criticize. But anything I have to say, I don't think you would disagree with, but don't think I'm just being like, this movie sucks because I don't... Because I get real pretentious about things. But this for this one time, Wait, I'm not... you get pretentious? Yeah, I'm actually not trying to ruin it. But I, I think you saw me. I, I took notes in that movie. Did you? Yeah, I, I pulled out my phone. Oh, no, I was enjoying it too much. Oh, yeah. But no, I, I had to, to take notes. All right, anyway, Brennan, so tell me what you thought about The Machine starring Burt Kreischer. I enjoyed it. It was good. I mean, was it a a crazy blockbuster full of, you know, high-end actors who cost millions of dollars? No. But was it a better than independent movie? Yes. Was it entertaining? Absolutely. And as a fan of Burt Kreischer, would you have loved the piss out of it? A thousand percent. Okay. And so without giving away the ending, which if you know the story... Well, that's what I was going to give the background of. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Uh, If you know the story, like, I don't even know. It's not like you, you probably know how it ends just by knowing what it's about. Like, I don't think there's any huge twist. But anyway, you you tell us what, what's, give us the background. So, Bert has a story that he told on a special, a comedy special, that actually happened to him, that he first heard, he first told on Joe Rogan's podcast. It's about when he went to Russia with a study abroad trip. When he was in college, right? In college, and and joined the Russian mob, (laughs) for lack of a better term. Joined only for like... A only little bit. Trip. Only yeah, not trip. not like he's like still in the mob. And I don't even know if joined is the right word. Hung out with, I think, would be a better term. He hung out with the mob when he was in Russia, and they did all kinds of stuff. They robbed a train. They ran a pool hall scam. They stole a boat. They did all kinds of stuff. If you want more detail, definitely go listen to the Rogan episode. He tells everything. Yeah, and I'm not even, um, like, I think Burt Kreischer's funny enough, and I like his stuff. Um, I'm not, like, a, a huge, huge fan. Um, like, like, like I listen to Bill Burr's podcast. I don't li- really listen to any podcast that Burt does. Right. The Machine Story, it's fun. Like, seeing him do it on stage is fun, and then him doing it on the uh, on Joe Rogan's pretty good. Yeah, no, and so the movie is him... Dealing with the consequences. Correct. 30 years later or whatever it is. Yeah, not to... It's, I don't think this spoils anything, but he kind of gets canceled, kind of stops doing stand-up. This is all very quick in the beginning, so I'm not spoiling yeah, yeah, anything. Yeah. And then he gets kidnapped with his father, and they go to Russia and have to, you know, do some things. And Which I... When I found out what the 
thing he got canceled for when it was explained i actually like i was kind of like all right that's kind of like low stakes for how big of a deal they're making it seem can i tell you i was like i was like i know where that came from okay i was like kind of surprised on how like little of a deal it was when we get into the back the spoilers i'll I'll talk about where that came from because that's kind of a hidden gem or like a hit like a easter egg if okay you know, kind of how that um came out. well speaking of easter eggs uh there's a lot of like inside jokes and in like every other sentence they said i heard like brandon giggling to himself next to me but like there's a bunch of background stuff like like his wife is there he's like oh hi shannon fucking bitch yeah yeah his wife's in it his cousin's in it so like if you watch his uh instagram stories you can mm-hmm. you know some of these characters and you and they're they're just like kind of extras in the the movie or whatever. It's just funny to see him there and how he interacts with them. It's so funny. Yeah. So it's not really uh, too much of a spoiler because it's the driving force of the movie and it's explained pretty quickly. But uh, Bert Kreischer, he uh, someone from like the Russian world from Russia, the Russian mob. She comes in and uh, it's, it's a lady, a lady woman. And she comes in being like, Bert, you, you stole my family's watch. And he's like, I don't know what the f you're talking about and so that's watch so that's why they get pulled into russia and uh it kind of goes from there and we'll we'll talk more about that in spoilers but one thing i do want to say is like the range of acting talent in this movie is insane yeah 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 you have some really good actors next to like not good actors yeah i mean you have people that aren't actors no i know but it's just like <laughs> like damn like burt kreischer does pretty good for what he's supposed to do oh yeah for not being an actor yeah he does very well for not being an actor but then like but then he'll be like next to mark hamill and uh he's not trying to like put on this like amazing performance and it's like pretty silly but he does like his like actor voice thing and then Bert's like he'll be like you you don't get it burr we we've got to do the thing to this i'm like yeah mark hamill and then Bert's like oh uh I don't know. And I'm like, all right, dude. Yeah. You know, read the room. It's fine. Subtlety is fine sometimes, Bert. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, you, I mean, he's also the whole time like, it's Mark Hamill. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, um, and then the guy that plays young Bert, I feel like did not Jimmy do, Tatro. I don't feel like he did a very good job. He, he, the way he pretended to be drunk is as if he's never been drunk before in his life. Mm. What's he popular from? He hasn't always been like in acting stuff. Uh, apparently, he did YouTube videos before he was an actor when he was in college, like making fun of frat guys. I haven't seen I any know. of these, but this is what I heard. I knew he looked really guys. familiar, but I don't think that he did a very good job. Um, He's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. So much of this movie, it's just it's so straightforward. There's not even like a lot of nuance to talk outside of spoilers. So let's just go into spoilers, right? We will. Start- Unless there's anything else you want to say. It's a good movie. Go see it. Good movie. Go see it. Oh, yeah. And I'll, I'll talk about that. Sorry. I don't know why. I'm like, there's a lot of things I can say. Uh, so we, we kind of talked about it. It's not making a bunch at the box office, which is fine because it's marketed towards Burt Kreischer people. But um, it's not like a Marvel movie. It's not a remake. It's not, um, you know, I mean, you could say it's an unoriginal idea because it's something he's like, he's just doing an expanded story or something else. I don't know. But it's like, I thought it was pretty good um i'm happy to have paid for a ticket like i wish yeah even if it's not like my favorite movie i wish more people were making stuff like this like it's even if you don't care for him or the idea of it go support it because then your favorite comedian will make a movie or even just anything that's not coming from disney that too like it's not a big i mean it's it was well funded but like it's not a giant movie full of tons of a-list actors that 
you know, like I said, costs a ton of money. And that what, is going to be a hit because they have the Hulk in it. And it's like there's like a surprising level of like production value behind it. Like all of like the sets and everything looks good. It's like, a beautiful movie. Like, um, like there's some stuff that takes place in Moscow, which looks really nice. And then there's like these like woodsy places that's yeah. like, damn, damn, he's really running around that forest. It's very well shot. And this is something that is severely lacking, especially with us talking about like almost, I mean, almost seeing The Little Mermaid to, to talk about it today. And then with other Marvel movies, is we like, could get into that after this if you like. My yeah, well, opinion, well my let opinion me, on live action. Remakes. No, let me. Well, no, I don't want to talk about live action remakes, but I need to talk about like I'll talk about this after because it'll actually pull me into a whole new rant. Oh, I'll get you off on a rant too, but we don't need to talk about live action remakes right now. Yeah. Um. So anyway, spoilers. All right. So the movie starts with uh, Bert Kreischer at his daughter's birthday party. And she's like, Dad, I just want a small party. And he's like, F that. You're getting 100 people. And so he's like already – the, the the opening montage is how like his family hates him and how he's like getting canceled and falling right. apart as a comedian. And then he like ruins his daughter's birthday party. And then he like – him and his dad, who he's estranged from, Mark Hamill, mm. uh, they get – because he was at the party and he's like, Bert, you're a bad dad. Let me tell you how it is. And then he's like, Dad, I don't want to hear it from you. I don't I don't even like you. I don't want to be like you. You don't know how to flip burgers. And the story takes off really quickly. So there, he's like crying in his garage and then the dad comes and Mark Hamill comes in trying to be a supportive father for once. A Russian mob lady goes, Bert and Bert's dad, you stole my watch 30 years ago on that train and I need it back for my family. And then he's like, I, lady, I don't have the time to go with you. But then she's like, I have, you know, the action movie trope. I have a gun. I, she's like, I have a gun and someone's following your daughter and I'll have them killed. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Then they go. Yeah. And then, um, oh, and the thing is, is like in the whole country of Russia, he's legendary for the machine. Yeah. He's got like beer, his own beer over there and stuff. Yeah. So. And he's, he supposedly can walk through walls and. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, a it's bunch of nonsense. Yeah. And then so then it's just about him like recounting his uh, his steps throughout uh, his college trip is in Russia. Yeah, you kind of follow him through. And there's another thing I want to say is there there are like three different movies happening. Not like th- like three in, as in three storylines, but there's like three movies of three different tones and like levels of I don't know, but like the flashback. That could have been its own like bad college comedy. Oh yeah, but it's for sure. ma- but it's made in a completely different tone. Yeah, because that young guy is not a great actor. He's not even good at playing drunk. Which I can take one look at him and know I that would, he's been I drunk a lot. I have not seen enough of him to say he's a bad actor. In this movie, he, he's he a bad may actor. not be able to act as Burt Kreischer. Yeah, in this movie, and it he, wasn't good. He was quoted on his podcast saying, "I will not play you again." <laughs> so, all right. He but, may just not have liked really playing Bert, young Bert. It, w- it was kind of weird. And then again, he's also just having to reference someone else's inside jokes. And then there's like the movie that Bert's in. Yeah. And then there's the movie that everyone around him is in. Yeah. Because Bert is in his own movie. Yes. And I'm not trying to be mean. I mean, but, that's how he goes through life. Well, though. no, but Bert <laughs> is not an actor. And so he, it's, I think he is one of the weaker parts of his own movie. Yeah, but that's why you surround yourself with no. I know. Such, I'm just that's just what incredible I'm... talent that it carries you. No, I, I get that. And that, that's... no, I, I in, in all fairness, I had there were parts of that that I was like, okay, Bert, come on, mm-hmm. can, we, can we get another take? Yeah, yeah. 
but, but um, yeah, I mean, so, so that's what I mean by there's three movies going on. But for not being an actor. No, no, that's fine. I'm not trying to take a jab. I'm just, be prepared. Um, it just means he's got to step it up for the next one. There's going to be a machine too? The machining? No, no, the next movie he's in. Right. No. But he's got to play himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and so then they go the and then it turns. Yeah. And so then uh, the, the Russian lady... She has, like, these brothers, and they're all fighting her, but it turns out, like, whoever returns this pocket watch to their dad will be, like, the new boss of the Russian mob. And so that's, like, the driving force. And Bert, like, just accidentally kills the brother. He's like, I'll shoot him in the leg. Yeah. And then gets a perfect headshot. Which, that was in the trailer, so it's not even spoiling anything. Well, we're already in spoilers, Brandon. But it's also, like, you you obviously weren't aiming for his leg, but he ends up killing three people. And then he just walks. He's like, Oh, that was crazy. All right. Well, I mean, he, they get out of the car and he's having a panic attack. It's like, I just fucking killed somebody. I'm not I going guess. to heaven now. Cause he's the Catholic guilt. Oh yeah. That was funny. But yeah. So and then they just romp through Russia and Oh, so a big, the overarching theme is the relationship with your father. Yeah. That's the whole theme of the entire thing. Uh, Bert's daughter's relationship with him and, and vice versa. And then Why didn't you talk about with, this in non-spoilers? I thought about it. You, sh- you should have said that's what it's about. Because I didn't know what this fucking movie was about. And then it's like his relationship with his father. And then it's like the Russian girl's relationship with her father. Mm. And all the brothers' relationship with their father. And her relationship with the brothers. Kind of. And then how she sees, and then she has a newfound family where she's like, wow, maybe the people that I'm working to impress aren't that important. It's the friendship I made. The machine was the friends we made along the way. I felt that was the story. And then she was like, I'll see you later. And he was like, I fucking hope not. But um, a driving force behind this movie was them hanging out with this guy, Igor. Yeah. A big part of the movie was meant to be like finding him. And then uh, they find him on accident and he has the watch. And the whole time, Bert's like, I ruined so many people's lives. And then he finds Igor, and he's like, I didn't ruin your life. I oh, yeah, because his life better got better. He got out of the mob. Yeah, and then, uh, and then the... Uh... And then they just have this big punch-up at a casino, like the big action set piece. And then uh, the lady gets the watch to give to her dad, and she's like, look, Dad, I, I made it. And he's like, ha, JK, you're a woman. You'll never be the boss of the right. mob. And then she killed him. Yeah. And then she was like, all right, Bert. You can leave now. I didn't see her killing him at the end. I was like, oh, shit. I, I mean, once we got to that point, I was like, oh. Yeah, I didn't I see, see where that this coming. is going, but is she actually going to do it? And then she did. And yeah. But I have a couple. And so it's, I don't know, it's very straightforward. They get the watch, they go to the dad, and yeah. then they go, here you go. Yeah. But I have a couple of problems with the movie. And I took notes for the, this. I, did I do that at the end? Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like I that really, at all. It really kind of broke the... The, <laughs> the Russian lady has just... She's like, oh, I love uh, Family Matters. Yeah. And then at the end, she kills her dad. And she's like, did I do that? And I was like, okay. Okay, the, Bert. Just, good line there. I was like, okay, first of all, Bert did not write this movie. You don't think so? A thousand percent did not write this is movie. It, is he it may said that some, he wrote it? He may have had some input, but he didn't write this movie. Well, maybe that's why it's bad. They, they, I'm sure they drew from him and his, they like, they obviously had to write it with him because it's about him, but like, he didn't write it himself. Ooh. You know, when we went into that movie, it was rated 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. Now it's only a 27. What is Rotten Tomatoes? It is a movie review aggregate. What did they rate uh, Chappelle special? Because I think they rated it pretty low. Oh, that's very everybody true. loved it. That's very true. But also, Budget $20 million. Give, That's give pre- pretty good critics. for $20 million. 
Was it 20 million or was it 50? Oh, screenplay by Kevin Beagle and Scotty Landis. I don't know who those people are based on the comedy. Who did Kevin Beagle write for? A bunch of shit I didn't watch. Oh, wait, no, he made Scrubs? Okay. Anyway, that's not important. All right, well, you're right. Let's see what the audience score is. 88%. Bunch of Burt fans. No um, shit. But anyway. Who'd, who was this movie made for? The Burt fans. And right. then anybody else that they drug them to. All right, so I have... They're like, oh, that wasn't that bad. I have a couple of notes here, and I'll give background on these. One, almost all the emotional moments in the movie, not earned. Because he'd be over here saying something stupid. He'd be like, uh, that's life is the machine. I don't, I don't remember any lines. And then they'd be like, he'd be like, wow, maybe I really do need to be a better father. It's like, okay, that comes after like a really not good, whatever. I just, I didn't feel like the emotional moments were earned. And then, um, a driving, and then at one point in the movie, he finds like a pot brownie. Yeah. And he's like, oh, hell yeah. These things got me so fucked up. Uh, in 30 years, that brownie would be so rotten. It would be dust. Like, I, that brownie would not still exist. It's not like they have the uh, preservatives that are in the McDonald's cheeseburgers. Yeah, no, because he made them at home <laughs> if they're pot brownie. You know and what I mean? they're also back in the day. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's high sugar was kept in, a like, a dark environment. Oh, that thing would be... i am be honest. I was thinking the same thing. I more likely like, he'd have psychedelic mushrooms growing out of him. And he, that could have been a bit. He does trip. <laughs> yeah, from pot, which it's like, okay, Bert. You do not like that. I I wouldn't know. I've never eaten pot, but there is uh, for anyone listening. Have you ever had a pot brownie and then talked to your younger self, and then your younger self is pulled into the real world and is able to tell you what's happening around you when you're so high that you're not able to well, understand? Technically, it's you telling you. I know, but this is a hallucination. And so, have you ever talked to a younger version of yourself that is more aware of your surroundings than like? you consciously are and i'll, I'll, I'll well, listen your consciousness to your... is and it's being projected through your hallucination brandon brandon, <laughs> brandon pot is not a hallucinogenic it is when you eat it because it's got oh, i forget the name of it when it's processed by your liver there is hallucinogenic okay. properties um and then a big part of the movie was them trying to find igor right yeah and they only spent like five minutes with him N- no so igor was this guy that this is not a very good movie review this this movie was a mess for me well, you're a mess, and you're I know, also I'm a mess. I know, but I mean, like, I can't even, I can't even hold my thoughts together because I can't explain this movie because so much happened. So when they were younger, he had to hang out with this guy named Igor, right? And he was like, the school hired the Russian mob to protect all the kids, yes, and, and that's all was, fine. And he was the guy that had to, yeah. And then the yeah. machine was like, he walked up trying to say, "I'm Mister Badass," but instead he went up and said, "I'm the machine," and then they all loved him and they partied with him all weekend, right? And then, um. He dropped him off at the train station, and he was like, hey, guys, just so you know, there's a different mob that takes uh, that goes on in Moscow, so I'm transferring you, but don't worry. I made sure it's all in the up and up, and they go on the train, and they right. go to Moscow. And then in today's, they're like, we need to find Igor, so let's get on the train. Igor would not be on the train. He would have handed them over to the different mob that was on the train. So the entire time they're on the train being like, is this the right Igor? They just... Well, when huge he, plot hole. If you know anything about the story, there's two Igors on the train. No, I know, but the first Igor, the one they were looking for, wouldn't have been on the train. Is what I I'm saying. I feel like they said at one point that Igor took over the train. I don't think they I did. Think you missed that Be- part. I, I don't think so because the Russian lady, she didn't know who Igor was, and then they were at the train. He's like, I don't want to get beaten up by those guys, and she's like, Oh, we'll keep looking. Then she's like, Oh no, get on the train. And then they're like, Is Igor on the train? It was a different Igor. 
I don't know. I don't think they said he took over the chariot. Well, the fact that you don't know the words that were said in the movie, I think my memory's better than yours. Okay, Brandon, that's fine. I, I, I believe, told you I'm not trying to take it away from you. No, right? I know, but like you've already missed up some stuff. So That's fine. I'm thinking at one point they said that Igor had taken over the train, and that's why they were on the train. Oh, all right, fine. I'll give them that. Or, or they were going to go to Moscow to try to find Igor, and they had to use the train to get there. Okay, that's all right. Either of those things could be that's true. Fine. That's, that, that's why we're talking about it. Right. I'm trying to set you straight. And then... Um, I'm trying to fill your holes. One thing that was interesting <laughs> is Igor's van, because then Bert... Because uh, uh, then the Russian lady has a brother on the train. Yes. And he's like, I want the watch. Brother. A different brother than the one Bert killed. And then he was like, this new brother who was like, I want the watch. And then Mark Hamill pushes out of the back of the train to save him he's like i'll don't worry i'll protect you pushes him out of the train and then he's like i'll take you to the watch as a distraction what's the word yeah diversion 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 and so then so mark hamill pushes bert out of the train so that he'll live and not get killed by the mom trying to be the protective father that yeah and then uh and then in the woods bert finds igor and then they, uh, and then the uh, the Russian lady was shot out of the back of the train, and so Igor found them both. And then it was just well, a the happy, villagers found her, yeah. And so it was a happy little reunion. Yes. And they they were like, wow, maybe the machine is the friends we made along the way. Well, because remember they were they were doing this little slumber party, and then she was like, yeah. wow, machine, maybe my family sucks. Also, and they were doing that family thing. Family does suck. Well, then they were doing that thing where they were sleeping like alternate like like their feet were by each other's heads i would yeah. not want to sleep next to bert's feet i don't I like want to sleep that next to bert yeah no i, I, I did not apnea, like that it just wouldn't be good um but then they were hanging out with igor and igor's like oh my god machine it's so good to see you again and then they're like buddies and i thought this was funny you know what a uh, deus ex machina means no it means saved by the machine and so in movies that's when they call it like when Oh no! Someone's in an, a a situation. I don't know what to do, and then something like way too convenient comes in and saves the day. Okay. Um, I mean that's kind of what it means now. But have you ever seen Saving Private Ryan? Yeah. All right. So for anyone listening, spoilers for Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> no, no. When, you do don't even spoiler alert that. How old is that movie? Like twenty years old. And so, sorry, not spoiler alert. A spoiler alert. Um, but when Tom Hanks is shooting at the tank and then it explodes and the planes are coming over, that's deus ex machina. It means saved by the machine. Yeah. Um, I thought it was kind of funny because I felt like Igor having the pocket watch was kind of deus ex machina. And then the movie's called The Machine. Save by the Matrix? Saved by the Machine. The Matrix? Machina means machine. The machines create the Matrix? Uh, some robots did make the Matrix. But, um, saved by the Matrix. Yeah. And so then they get the watch and they go back and then... Uh, and then Bert lasts way too long in a fight with a lot of people. He's and been working out. I know. But then there's like all these people with guns and then Bert's like, I'm going to take my shirt off actually. And then everyone's like, oh, I forgot how to shoot a gun. So yeah. The, the whole Bert, de, de de da, Bert, Bert running around shirtless. I really didn't need all that. I understand that's his whole thing. It's his whole thing. Well, literally his dad goes, it's time you show him exactly who you are. Be the machine. Okay, was, he, his dad didn't say that. The yes, script says his dad says that. They could have just written a different Luke scenario. Skywalker said, be the machine. Here's your lightsaber, a.k.a. a bottle of vodka. Go well, at it. Well, after The Last Jedi, I don't trust anything Luke says. Fair enough. But yeah, no, no it, so... It, the Last Jedi, not, not canon. I hope not. The last um, three aren't canon. Yeah, they're not Screw very them. good. 
Um, but yeah, no, it's all right. Overall, two out of ten. Bottles of vodka. Sure. <laughs> two Deus Ex out of Machinas. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry if that was a lame review, everybody. I don't really know how to talk about that movie. They just go on a trip, and there they go. It's a weird movie. Yeah. But what I like about it, it hasn't been done before. I couldn't I couldn't watch that movie and go, oh, this is like blank. Yeah. It's a, an original idea because it's based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, like I said, like there were some there was some really good acting in it. A lot of the people in it were good actors, and then Bert's just doing his own thing, which is fine. But like there there's some good talent in the movie. Uh, there was, a, I mean, it was funny. It wasn't like for me, it wasn't like laugh out loud funny. But there were some things I definitely thought were funny. Um, but then again, if you're a Bert fan, the movie's free. It's not for me. It's for people that like know all of his stuff because a lot of a lot of what was like going on were kind of like these like inside jokes and references to his stuff to an extent. But I would also... Well, yeah, that's not the entire movie, but it's there. So if you're like a Burt fan and you know all that stuff, yeah, you're going to get a lot more from it. I mean, if it. you're a Burt fan, you're going to love the movie. Um, if you're not a Burt fan, but you enjoy a bit of comedy, lots of fighting and explosions, gunfire, some blood and gore, you're going to enjoy the movie. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was good. It was all right. I mean, I, if you, if you, it, I don't like a mind that I saw it in theaters. But I wouldn't buy it on DVD. Important distinction there. I might just because it's Bert, but I if I was the average person, I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy it. No, but I would watch it again when it comes out on streaming. Oh yeah, and then they had this whole plot line about how he stole something from a girl he liked on the trip. Yeah, and then that kind of didn't go anywhere because at the end he like gives her the ring back, and then he's like, "Wow." Here's your ring. And she's like, oh, my God, thanks, Bert. But a part of me was just like, just cut that whole thing. Yeah, I think it wasn't necessary to the story. Unless she came back. Unless he, like, she somehow came back into the story. I thought it was yeah, a waste. All, all that was was, like, gave his younger self somebody to talk to to explain what's going on. And then also just added to the, like, wow, you were really a piece of shit during that time. Didn't know that Brandon took screenwriting classes. I have a good memory, and he I know he at, knows what I'm good at analysis. But yeah, anyway, Brandon. <laughs> so if you had to give it a score out of ten, um, a seven point five. All right. Uh, next week, you guys can listen to me talk about a real movie, a Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, because I'm seeing that tomorrow. Is this a solo pod? I'll do a solo pod if you if you if you refuse to talk. I could also just make a five minute. Spider-Man was good. That would be fine. Yeah. As long as it's not a 30-minute thing about the movie, because I'm like, I kind of want to see it, too. But oh, I'm yeah, not, no, no, I'm, no. But I'm not seeing it No, theater. but if there's ever a movie that you want to see, I'll, I won't spoil it on here. Um, like I did with Guardians. I didn't spoil that for you. True. I still want to see that. Really, really good. And you know what? Here, Speaking of Guardians, oh, oh end, of, end of the review. End of the yeah, end of review, need... end of spoilers. <laughs> We're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy we now. We need to end the spoiler alert now. <laughs> We're just going to skip to the end of the episode. Where is the Where end of is spoilers? The end of the spo- they're, they're talking about Spider-Man? <laughs> yeah. Um, I talked a lot of shit on that album. I, I didn't talk a lot of shit. I was like, I don't know if it goes together. Right. It was kind of weird. You it was like, kind of a little bit of everything. You're like, the first two were bops, and this was just not there. Yeah, I've just like listened to the whole thing on repeat since. Wow. Bought the vinyl, listened to it all the time. I was what, a, what a hypocrite. I mean, there were a couple on there, but I'm like, I don't know about this one. But uh, Sure. 
the whole thing is still pretty good. To I be mean, fair, you did say it goes really well with the movie. It goes really well with the movie, but I just find myself really listening to some of it. And you know what else goes hard is the soundtrack to the Guardians of the Galaxy video game. Huh. I might have talked about this on that episode too, but uh, that soundtrack could have easily been the soundtrack for the movie. Okay. Whatever. Okay. But uh, yeah, so one thing I actually wanted to talk about, we're talking about Russia today. And this is another note I had, not a spoiler. Okay. But Igor's van that he drove yes. must be popular in Russia because that's the van you get in one of the levels of the game Metro Exodus. Interesting. Which takes place in Russia. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, they don't get too many vehicles out there in Russia, and I definitely know they don't make very many. Okay, so this this van is called like a UAZ-425. Uh, it's a family of compact Russian off-road capable cab over engine van and light trucks. But that... Um, so like an A-team van. Kind of, yeah. And so uh, the van in that movie is the same that's found in this game. But I am reading the Metro series, which is a post... I think I mentioned this on the pod, too. Yes. But it's a it's a post-apocalyptic Russian novel. Yeah. Uh, Oh, and it's crazy because, like, the the guy that wrote them is actually wanted by Russia right now because of speaking out against the Ukrainian war. Sure. Which is, like, this whole other crazy thing. But I'm I'm entering the final book of that series now, and it's really good. It's a video game, right? Yeah, so Metro 2033, Metro 2034, Metro 2035 make up the books. And then the games are Metro 2033, Metro Last Light, and Metro Exodus. Mm. And Metro 2034 is about different people and then metro 2035 is back to the main character the first one but the game's kind of i don't know it's weird they're like they like are kind of the same like you can kind of count both of them in the canon but there's just like differences sure like you could you can see like 2033 is the same for the book in the game and then you could say that like metro last light takes place just a little bit before metro 2034 and then metro exodus is like an expanded ending of metro 2035 hmm. but there's like things because if you like play the games you know things that are happen things? there are things but like <laughs> if you play metro last light and metro 20 and or metro last light and metro exodus those games like explain things and situations that are going on in metro 2034 and metro 2035 sure you know what i mean like uh yeah but like one difference is like in the games this guy just like loses his legs but in the book he loses his legs and an arm you know what i mean sure so just stuff like that but uh yeah no the books are pretty good and i entered the last one today but i'm gonna be honest metro 2034 really slogged for me and this is the other thing I want to give, and I think like any time you buy a book that's been translated, I think the translator's name should be on the cover with the author. Yeah. Because to be a translator, you almost have to be an author yourself because you can't just completely translate the text like Google yeah, Google kinda, Translate. You got to interpret it also. And, and you still have to like convey the story and all that. But I don't know. And also be held accountable. Yeah. And, that, and I'm not trying to be rude. I don't even know the translator's name, so I'm sorry. But I, I'm not trying to be rude, but I don't know if these books have the best translation. Um, I mean, Russian to English, I'm sure, is hard already. But Well, like they say in the Machine movie, Russians are very literal. Like, all their, all their stuff is, like, very literal. Like, he says he's the machine, which basically means car. Hmm. Like they call I a am lot the of thi- car. They call a lot of things machine. They also call cars machine. Yeah. Uh yeah, maybe. I'm not Russian, so I couldn't tell you. I mean, this was back in the 90s though, so maybe they 
created words since then, I sure I hope. hope so. But, I mean, I don't think they really have comedy over there, so, like, I, I think they take a lot of things very literal, which is explained I, in the movie. I haven't been. But anyway, uh, so it's, no it's a little... to go. Yeah, but Metro 2034 is tough to read. But the problem is, is like they all, like all of the places they go have these crazy Russian names. I understand if that's the name of a place, you can't like change it. You know what I mean? Like if someone's like writing a book about St. Louis and then you're like, then they went to St. Louis. You can't really like change the name. But some of those Russian words, I'm like, what the hell is going on? But no, but Metro 2035 so far is good. I'm only three chapters in. But that's why I thought about watching that movie. I was like, oh my God, same car. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. But anyway, Brandon, you were sick. I was. And then you felt a little bit better. Yeah. And then you went off to Kansas City. Yes. Uh, for a bit of a boys' trip without me. That's fine. I mean, so, it wasn't my boys' trip to go on. It's but, a bachelor party yeah. trip. So, But uh, so what kind of, I mean, so I'm new to the whole Missouri state. What kind of things are you even able to get up to in Kansas City? I've never been, so. Well, Kansas City has the Royals, the Chiefs. Did you see either of those guys? Nope. Um, they also are home to Boulevard Brewing Company. Which, that's a koozie I like to use while I'm here. Um, I, this is my second time touring their facility. This time around, they now have seltzers that are called Quirk? Quirks. Yeah, we reviewed them on your YouTube. A little bit mixed. They were going for this like frozen yogurt vibe, which I don't know how I feel. I think that might have just been that certain pack. Well, no, that's what I mean. Like I didn't right. love that pack. Uh, but here's a fun one that we I should get a pack of to do on the YouTube again, or we could do them on here. They have canned cocktails now. That would be a lot of fun to do, I think. I forget the name of them, though. I think they're like, what was it? I forget, I forget the name that they called it, but actually really good. Granted, I think I had them on tap, but still very good. Yeah, that the things on tap tend to be a little bit better. I happened to ask them where they sourced their liqueur because they are a beer company and they, yeah, they just source it. They just source it from different companies. So they've got to do what you got to do. They've got a place in Mexico. What's the, what's the town that does the tequila now? Jalisco is a state. They've got a place in Jalisco that they source their tequila from. They get their rum from wherever in the Caribbean that they can. Um, and I don't get their vodka from somebody. Oh, dude, I wish I had my book with me. There's so much shit I want to tell you about rums that I've learned, but I, it's in the book. I don't remember. Oh. Well, I've kind of learned. But anyway, you, you keep going. Then I'll tell you a little bit about how terrible Captain Morgan was. I'll give you a little fun fact I learned. Um, but yeah, the tour was really good. Uh, drank lots of beers, got some souvenirs, um, went golfing, which is my third time golfing. I remember okay. you took me to Illinois to buy some golf clubs. Didn't even and buy them. you've only been golfing three to twice at that time. Didn't even buy them. I know. That's when I met Luke. That guy was so nice. No, you didn't meet Luke then. I thought that's when I met Luke. Nope. That day? I swear Luke was there, though. Nope. I don't know when I met Luke. Never mind. He came over here. Oh, yeah. It was that when he helped me with lift that drawer. Yes. I remember now. That's right. He only carried a drawer. Yeah, so if you guys ever need help moving, don't call Luke. He'll only, like, carry one drawer, and then that's it. (laughs) And then get mad when you say, hey, remember when you lifted that drawer? It's like, be proud of yourself. You did one thing, but you did it well. (laughs) So we went golfing. Uh, Got a nice little burn slash tan. was nice. Um, Shot okay. Uh, what else did we do? We didn't really do much else. Uh, cigar, cigar lounge. 
Found a nice little cigar lounge there. That's nice. Played some darts, some pool in the cigar lounge. Just classic boys trip. What what's what's there to say? Boys had, trip. Had a nice Airbnb that had a hot tub that we didn't use. Brandon, I love you to death, but don't ever start a travel blog. Grilled some burgers. I don't think people would be interested in your linguistics. I think they would be interested in how to find the best place to stay at. That'd be fine, but that's the way you at. just... I'm good at finding a place just, to stay and getting there. You just bullet point information. You don't spin a narrative. Well, what kind of narrative do you want? It's also a bachelor party. I am... Uh, no, I don't. I don't need all that. To not tell you signing some NDAs. No, I don't need all that. But you're just like, well, I did the thing and I went there to the place and then I had a thing. But there's two things I want to bring hey, up. You're long-winded enough for both of us. That's fine. Um, hey, we, we can me. start doing half-hour episodes. That's fine with me. <laughs> um, then I won't have laryngitis for the next week. Hey, there you go. Um, I just want to say one thing. So you said you got a burn and you got a tan. That actually reminded me something. Reminded me about something that I've been thinking about all week. So there's this kid I went to high school with and he had, I'm sorry, this is like so unrelated, but I've been thinking about it a lot lately and it just brought it to fruition or to to the front of my mind. He was like always talking about, he's like, yeah, man, I don't burn. I just tan. And we're like, okay, whatever. That's fine. But then like anytime we'd like go out someplace, he'd get a sunburn. He's like, I just don't get it, bro. Cause I don't burn. I just tan. It's like, just because you say that doesn't make it true. And I just have so many memories of us just playing basketball. And it's not even like we were sitting at the beach all day. We'll just be playing basketball in his backyard for like a few hours. He's like, I just, how does it happen? I don't get it. I think it changes as you get older. That's been my experience. I don't, I don't think that much will change from 14 to 16. Like we went to high school together. It's not. It's not like ten years later. He's suddenly burning. Maybe he hit puberty and something changed in his Maybe. hormones that made him burn more. Well, every time he got burned, though, same thing. I just, you know, I just, I don't burn. All right. Well, okay. Maybe it changed. You do now. Right. It's time to get over it. Yeah. Wear some I just, sunscreen. I just can't believe it. Wear some sunscreen. I don't burn. I just tan. <sighs> I burn, but it turns into tan very quickly. Yeah, I burned my arms pretty pretty badly. Not badly. I, I burned my arm pretty good, and now I have a tan arm. But now I have a really severe farmer's tan. Same. As it goes. I'm trying to uh, cook up these legs a little bit. I've been wearing the hoochie daddy shorts trying to get a tan, but, you know. I did pretty good with that. Got to go outside to get a tan. Do you remember the first year that you wore, like, shorter shorts, and you burned the upper part of your This is my first year thigh? wearing short shorts. So you've never, like... Well, I guess I made that transition of like those Michael Jordan mid calf shorts to the above the knee. Yeah, the, what I'm saying is like that first time that you get the like lower. Oh yeah, yeah, thigh yeah. tan, mm-hmm. but you know it burns like hell the first time because it's never seen sun. And you in look your like a life. Neapolitan and you're thing of like, ice cream. You're just like, why does it hurt so bad? Yeah. Oh yeah, I do remember that. It's yeah, no, like a bruise. I'm wearing like four inch inseam shorts trying to get a tan on these legs. Got to look good for Halloween. <laughs> you know. That's a ways away, buddy. Oh, my God, dude. So uh, we had some friends that recently got engaged, and they came back from their trip. Right. And we were all getting a drink. And then this actually made me so mad. So uh, a trailer for the Barbie movie came on. And then I was like, oh, hell yeah, Barbie. And then a couple of people were like, hell yeah, Margot Robbie's hot. And I'm like, oh, you know me. I'm seeing it for the goose. And it was like, haha, a funny joke. And then someone's dad is like, hey. You're telling me you've seen that movie for Ryan Gosling, but not Margot Robbie? I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, what a disgrace. It's like, all right, sorry, dude. Like, 
sorry that like I don't know like are you just not getting any that seeing a a movie with a cute girl in it is like oh that's the only reason I'm gonna go see a movie like I mean what I if could it just was Google pictures what if it was Brad Pitt I might uh I might still see the movie no but... no no not for you oh for that guy yeah. He, maybe he'd like Brad Pitt. I don't know. Maybe it was. What if it was his favorite male actor? No, that's fine. But I'm just saying, like, but yeah, don't yeah, trash yeah. me like, for my favorite actor. Put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Yeah, but he got like mad at me because I didn't want. I was like, look, Margot Robbie's good looking. I'll see that movie for her too. But I'm not like. I think it's uh, got to see her in a dress. Oh, not, so, not a lot of people's favorite actors, Ryan Gosling. Well, a lot of people are wrong. But also, if I wanted to see Margot Robbie in a sexual setting, I'd go watch The Wolf, Wolf of, of Wall, Wall Street. Street. But then we're and then I was sitting next to another guy. He's like, I rewind that scene like a thousand times. What are we Why? four years old? Exactly. Do you know what? I, the last time I did that is I was like. I don't even know, like 11 years old, and I fucking was watching a VHS with a side boob, and I stopped and rewound. Like, yeah. Do you know how many you boobs are on your phone? Do you know how many boobs are just on Twitter now? Twitter's porn. Yeah, and here's the thing, and I'm not even on Twitter for that. I I'm on Twitter to like follow sports stuff, <laughs> but then it'll be like this player liked this picture. I'm like, <laughs> damn, bro, you're really putting yourself out there. <laughs> Like, she's cute, I get it, but you have to like it? <laughs> and now it's on my feed. Yeah. Saying you no, exactly. <laughs> so you don't even have to be looking for that stuff to find it on Twitter. Right, right. But no, I have to see the Barbie movie for Margot Robbie, who's very pretty. Yeah. I'm not trying to take that away from her. Yeah. But, you know. Um, I'm interested. Should I start saying I want to see it for um, fucking Michael Sarah? Wait, he's in it? Yeah, he's playing Alan. Oh, well, now I'm going to go see it. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm interested to see if they they how they go about making this movie, if they just do basically a remake of Life Size or not. I don't think so. With Tyra Banks. Well, because Life Size was about them turning a doll yeah. into a person. Yeah. This is about two dolls becoming people. <laughs> Isn't that Life Size 2? Yeah. Well, no, this one's also a bit of a more of a social commentary, I believe. Because you have uh, Ryan Gosling thinking that women can't be doctors, right? But Wait, no, I don't know. What are you saying? No, in the previous, in the in the. Well, I'm not saying it. Ryan Gosling is saying it, and sometimes he's is that, right. Is that but, you? <laughs> yeah. No, Michael uh, Ryan Gosling is literally me. So you misogynist. No, have you seen that? Uh, have you seen that meme on the internet where it's like, oh, he's literally me. No. Uh, well, it'll be like a picture of like Ryan Gosling from a movie, and it'll be like him like looking good or being like some mysterious dude being like, uh, you know, I'm I'm the driver from the movie Drive. I'm Mr. Blade Runner. Like him being him cool, being but the only way the action store, yeah. <laughs> but he's like, but he'll be in like a like I had to kill this guy to because to save someone or well, I don't know. But then it'll like have the picture of that, and then a picture of like. One of those, like, schlubby, disgusting, disheveled, unshaven, messy hair. You know, kind of like how I look right now, but, like, yeah. unshowered, fucking smoking cigarettes and shit. I wasn't going to say it, but... But then they're like, wow, he's literally me. It's like who the losers wish they were. Okay. And so that's, like, the joke. He's literally me. And okay. then when a new Ryan Gosling thing comes out, you're like, oh, the new literally me just dropped. And that's why I'm trying to get in shape and dye my hair blonde. But I blew up my elbow, and so now I can't uh, go to the gym in the way I would like to. I'm over there on the elliptical, like a bum. Well, hey, you're still burning the fat off. No, I know. I, it's And it's better to do 
a little bit than nothing, you know. And I, yeah. so I just can't be like bending my arm. Just get a little better every day. I know, dude. It's which crazy. Way it goes. I need to be um, putting my. And I also haven't been taping or bracing my elbow, but that's not been. I was you know, it's a whole thing. That was today. I know. Well, because you have to put the tape on, like when you're freshly showered. Yeah, otherwise. It and then stay. it's like, well, all right. Well, I'm gonna shower. Uh, well, I'll just go to bed. Oh, and then I forgot my brace at home. And then uh, mm. now I can't. And I have to take another shower. But now I just want to go to bed. Now your elbow's fucked up. I know. And I haven't even been like pushing it too hard. But let me tell you, the KT tape works. All right. Because it like helps with gripping stuff. But now it's like I can't even like extend my elbow all the way without it like being tight. Because you're used to the tape being there. Well, no, well, no, but I mean, just like without any support, like if the tape is there, I can extend my elbow fine. Oh, but like without anything, I can like I only want to go to here, not here. Right. You know, it's a whole thing. Oh, but one thing before we close out, Brandon, this is actually a little bit of a rant. Sorry, we're we're a little bit uh, scattershot today, but before we close out, there's something I want to talk about, and this is what we were kind of talking about with the the Disney and Marvel movies, and now with the Machine. So they had a uh, a budget of twenty million. And I feel that that $20 million budget went very far. Yeah. Um, but what I liked is, like, he's just, like, in real places. Like, he is in that forest. He yeah. is in that train. He can, it's like... not CGI. Yeah, he can touch the table. And, like, yeah. he, he's, like, touching a bottle of whatever. Watch these Marvel movies. Like, no one picks up anything because they are acting against nothing. Yeah. It is insane. Yeah. Like, I saw this behind-the-scenes picture of Spider-Man in uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. It was, like, um, Samuel L. Jackson, and he, like, shoots his friend with a dart gun, tranquilizer dart, and then he's talking to him. But the the behind-the-scenes, he's literally holding a fake gun, Mm -hmm. and it's, like, he's sitting in a green screen. Like, everything was fake. Even the prop gun was fake. Right. But it's, like, you can't make anything physical at all. It's cheaper. I don't know if it is. I think it is. I mean, cheaper for what level, though? Because remember, now Marvel's getting in trouble because it's like you, the CGR, the CGR, the CGI is trash now. Yeah. But, like, it might be cheaper, but for a much inferior product, and now, like, people are turning against it. And it's just exhausting. But that's what I liked about the show Moon Knight is they, like, built these, like, Egyptian tombs for them to stand in. And you're like, yeah, he's really in there. Oh, that's cool. And he's, like, killing people and, like, they're, like, bouncing off the wall and all that. But these Marvel movies. I've still never seen that. It's really good. Yeah. I have the moon, and I also have the Moon Knight comic that the show was based off. I saw of, that. Or inspired Be real. By. Yeah, I love Be Real. Um, I haven't been very real lately. Neither have I. But my phone doesn't tell me when it's time to be real. Mine is fifty percent. I don't know. My phone's also just been like a fucking butt lately. Well, and sometimes it's on my watch, and I get so many buzzes on my watch that I just ignore it half the time. I love being real. But anyway, um, yeah, no, I don't know. But that's like another thing. And I listened to uh, some some people do a, a review of The Little Mermaid. Because also, it's a long movie. And I like the original as a kid. And it's like an hour 30, an hour 20. Typical Disney movie length. Yeah, but then the new one's like two hours and 15. So I was listening to people for talk about it. what? I don't, well, I just wanted to make for full length songs or what? Well, they added three new ones. Oh, geez. But, um, and so some people are saying, like, it's good, but it's too long for someone that, and, like, you know, I don't have kids, so maybe I'll just wait for it to come out on Disney. You know which one was good? And I, I'm not going to rant on it, but I don't support these new live action remakes. You know which one was good? The Aladdin. Beauty and the Beast. Oh. I didn't see the Aladdin. I didn't see Aladdin or Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast one was good. Well, you know, Emma Watson's in the Beauty and the Beast one. So. You're seeing the movie for Emma Watson? You got to see it for. Beast the Bear Beast. I don't know. 
I'm just making fun I of that guy. I didn't want to watch the movie at all, and Danielle told me to wa- or convinced me to watch it or whatever you want to adjective or verb yeah. use there. Um, and I watched it. I really liked it. Well, I, I was only going to watch The Little Mermaid just to review for this podcast, but now that it's passed, it doesn't really matter. Right. But I don't know. A lot of movie stuff today, Brandon. Well, this I is, like movies. This is about the movie. And the then machine. The machine. El Machina. That's not how you say it. Yeah, um, Machina. Yeah, Machina. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to see Spider-Man tomorrow. I'll let you know if it's any good. Hi, Danielle. Um, yeah, I don't know. Any Anything else you want to you say to the people, Brandon? No. All right, well, you heard it from the man himself. Go see the machine. Please. Uh, it was pretty good. But uh, I think that's it for the day. For, for today. I think that is for it the for day. today. For the day. So, Brandon, where can they find you? At Brandon Churchill on YouTube, Brandon underscore Churchill underscore 95 on Instagram, Brandon Churchill without the U and Churchill on Twitter, and find me in the streets. And as for me, you can find me on Instagram at Capped Cool Kid as well as Bad Boy of Botany. You can find the show on Twitter and YouTube at Jen and Thomas Pod, but then on Instagram, we are Jen and Thomas Podcast. Go ahead and give us a follow. Uh, if you enjoy listening, you can find us on your pa- uh, your podcast platform of choice. And go ahead and leave a five-star review if you don't mind. And I set it up on uh, Spotify right now. You can you can leave comments. Nice. It'll be like, what did you think of the episode? And you can say... It, the, I couldn't listen to half of it because I didn't want to be spoiled. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and then I think that's about it for where you can find us. Follow us on Instagram so you can... Uh, Catch the drink recipes so you can see when we put out the post for questions. Um, and then, I don't know, Brandon. Haven't I feel like it's been a while since I've done one of these, so I don't even... Is that it? All we got to do is close it out. All right. Well, you know how we close it out here, everybody. Don't drink... No, please drink responsibly. Don't drink alone. Share a drink with us. Uh, don't drink and drive. Don't, don't drink, drink and con a boat. boat. And... Uh, don't drink and scoot. Don't drink and scoot. But and then according to Daniel, he said, don't drink and climb a rope. You know, there's a lot of things you shouldn't drink and do. Maybe he can explain the rope one if we ever have him on. We'll let him. Just, we'll I'm not going to get I don't, into it. But when, when are you climbing a rope while drunk? Like, I'll when am I in that situation? I'll let him explain it. He's going to have a very specific situation. And he'll be like, broke both my ankles. And I'll be like, well, you heard it here first. Not quite. But, but anyway, everybody. I think that is it for today. So I just ask that you be kind. It's be safe, be kind, and good night. Yamashina. Yamashina.